worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Breaking stories right away. And where news breaks. The latest updates are on all this. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. And a very happy Monday to you, San Antonio, Texas, and the world at 210-599-5555. Washington Post ABC out with a poll. Well, look at this. Donald Trump is 10 points ahead of Joe Biden. But uh, ABC News and Washington Post both said, don't believe our own poll. Hey, hey. <laughs> I love that. Martha Raddatz on the Sunday Gab Fest yesterday morning said, wow, you know, th- 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 I, I, how am I going to spend this? Said, this is unspendable. I'm trying to spend this. I'm trying to make it look good for Biden, and it's unspendable. The uh, Post writing, the sizable margin of Trump's lead in this survey is significantly at odds with other public polls that show the general election contest a dead heat. The difference between this poll and others, as well as the unusual makeup of Trump and Biden's coalition in this survey, suggests this is an outlier. In other words, don't believe our own poll. We're lying to you. And uh, I'm Martha Raddatz, and I would love to spin this to make Biden look good, but uh, hey, I don't have any way of doing that. I can't spin this. I can't make crap up. (laughs) Well, it's fun. And yes, Taylor and Travis are a thing. And yes, people care for whatever reason. 65% of Americans say they're exhausted with politics. And man, I totally get that. But you know, we're heading into the presidential contest for the year. So, while it's fun to have those distractions like Travis and Taylor, and I'm I'm totally into the distraction thing. I love distractions between Friday at 9 a.m. and Sunday at 3 p.m. I'm totally indistracted living then. But the rest of the time, we're focused. We're focused like lasers and lay lasers. And we've got a video up on the Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. That's Trey Ware, KTSA.com, that talks about this. But, yes, Taylor Swift was at the Kansas City Chiefs game yesterday. Watch her beau, Travis Kelsey. He caught a pass. In the end zone for a touchdown, she said, let's effing go in Travis's mom's ear, screaming it. She did help pick up. I, I, I do, I do want to say this to the, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Remember this, Tony Romo and Jessica Simpson. Just remember, just remember, it was the downfall of Tony Romo's career and the Dallas Cowboys paid for. Oh, by the way, speaking of the Cowboys, speaking of the Cowboys, they're back. Hallelujah, the Cowboys are back. I thought, I I really did, I thought for one glimmering moment that the Cowboys were lost. I I didn't know where they were. The first two games of this season, okay, oh they they were lost. I'm I'm I was like, where are my Cowboys? So I, you, you, I love these Cowboys, and I've loved them since the time that Walt Garrison hugged my neck in 1970 and said, "Boy, here's some snuff for you." <laughs> From that time until he did, he gave me my first Copenhagen. Yeah. From that time until now, I have, I have, I am Dallas Cowboy all the way. And at the beginning of this year, 
first two games, I was like, oh, my God, where have my Cowboys gone? But thank God they were back yesterday. <laughs> oh, my Cowboys were back. Now I don't have to worry about where my Cowboys went. I First two games, the Giants and the Jets, I didn't know who that team was wearing white with the star on the helmet. I had no idea who that team was. It. it was not my Dallas Stop Cowboys. It. it was not my Cowboys. Can I tell you who they were? Who were they? That was the Dallas Cowboys. Yesterday, yesterday was a no, Dallas no, no, Cowboys. No, 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 Stop. Yeah. You've got, you've got three of five offensive linemen out. Uh-huh. Yeah, starters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's bad. That's bad for continuity. Horrible. But they lost to the worst team in the league yesterday, the Arizona Cardinals. Man. They're, not, they're not the worst team. There's <laughs> yeah. others that are under that haven't won a game. Yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. I agree. But, okay. Trey, I will okay. go with you on this. Right. Giving up 182 yards yes. on the I was losing two sleep quarters? myself. I just couldn't stand it. Uh, let, me, let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Cowboys would have won that game. They beat themselves with penalties. That's all I got to say. It's true. And it, the Cardinals did not beat the Cowboys yesterday. Cowboys beat themselves with penalties so yesterday. Did you think, so yep. that is my team. That did is the team think, I've come to know and love. Did you think the Cowboys were going to go undefeated this year? No. No, what I'm trying to tell you is, no, no, no. What I'm trying to tell you is what you saw yesterday of the Dallas Cowboys. That's that was, what you saw yesterday. That was just a bad day, man. That's a all. bad day. A bad. Well, it was one day. So it's been a bad day. Bad. So it's been a bad day since 1993. Is that what you're telling me? That's well, a long-ass day. We have bad days. <laughs> they won the Super Bowl in 95, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, they did. They did, but that was only because they had leftover from Jimmy Johnson. That wasn't Barry Switzer. Come no, on. Nobody no. mentioned his dumbass name. So, Okay, so since 1995 until yesterday, we've had long, bad days because that's mm-hmm. exactly what, the, what you saw Romo's yesterday. Tony back injury. Uh, we, we've had just a lot of unluck. factors. A lot of unluck, man. I why are you guys trying to make... say we, we, we? Why like are you, you guys, guys are playing a... on the field? We, we well, lost I, you know so what? It, it's sixty. I could have so. at sixty. I could have done a better job than those guys did yesterday. Because <laughs> we pay for their salaries well, with you all the ticket. Prices. Trey, you could have done a better job than Jason Garrett for what thirteen years? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've I seen Trey clap his hands. No he doubt. does it very fast, just like Garrett. No, 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 no. I can run. <laughs> the clapper. I can. I can still run. I can still tackle. I can still. Do all right. those things. So, That's not uh, the way you look getting on your chair this morning. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, the, chair's, right. the chair's wet. My chair is wet. <laughs> He's got wet carpet. <laughs> I don't, look, I don't Our know. Our TVs aren't working. The chair's yeah, wet. I don't uh, know the what they do around here. Over the, or, from Friday at 9 when I leave <laughs> until when I get here at midnight on, on Saturday, Sunday night, Monday morning. I don't know what happens in this joint. The printer was broke. Your stuff don't work. His stuff Mine don't work. work. Yep. Your stuff don't work. My the floor, broke. floor is soaked. My chair is soaked, so my ass is wet. Good morning. <laughs> hey, happy Monday. <laughs> By the way, the Dolphins uh, did something yesterday. Since we're talking uh, NFL, then we're going to move on. The Dolphins 70-20 to 20 over the, uh, the Broncos. Sean Payton is the head coach of the Broncos. When he was on TV last year, he said Tagliavua was going to be uh, was going to be benched in no time because he's not NFL grade. Well, yesterday he uh, he threw you know the best uh, the, the the best you've ever seen a quarterback play. That right there was the best you've ever seen a quarterback play. He matched every qu- now he's not up there with the great quarterbacks of all time, but his performance yesterday oh, no. his performance yesterday was was way up there. It was, so, but the, 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 huh? aren't the Broncos dog water? Who, who cares? Dog water. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, only the 1940 Chicago Bears, all right, 
was 73 points in 1940. The 66 Washington team, now it's the Redskins, they call them Washington Mm -hmm. team. The 66 Redskins scored 72. And the 1950 Los Angeles Rams tied at 70 points. Yesterday was 70 to 20 over the uh, Denver Broncos. The Dolphins now are joining the San Francisco 49ers, the only team. Uh, 3-0, and uh, Philadelphia Eagles-Tampa Bay tonight, and one of those teams will not be 3-0 and when it's over with tonight. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, they play to a draw, which doesn't happen. Let's go Tampa. Let's go <laughs> Tampa. You need to do a new video because talking about Taylor Swift and Kelsey is cruel and unusual punishment that I have to post Yeah, this. Put it up. It's up. Put it up. Okay, good. It's on the Trayware page. Need to freshen it up around eight o'clock. <laughs> All right, so we do have to talk about illegal immigrants. We got that story coming up for you. Let's see here. More buses leaving Texas to go to sanctuary cities across the country. How many have we bust out so far? Joe Biden, uh, major legal defeat in the Gulf of Mexico. And then uh, Joe Biden, his old racist self, back calling a black man boy. Boy. Hey, boy. And we actually have video of that. Is is it okay? Is it now officially okay? Just like in the in the homosexual world, they they are cool with the term queer. Is it now cool to call black men boy? Not LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> Papa gonna knock you out. <laughs> Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is one. El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser is saying we are at the breaking point. Leaser said El Paso has chartered more buses to take illegal immigrants to New York, Chicago, and Denver. Mayor Leaser, or Lesser, is it Lesser? I think it's Lesser, not Leaser. Lesser. Well, I've seen it both ways in the same story. But anyway, I digress. He is a Democrat, and he's been busing illegal immigrants to New York and Chicago and Denver, Colorado and Los Angeles, and he's going to be busing more illegal immigrants to those places. And he says, as a Democrat, he's a good Democrat, he says, Joe Biden's doing a great job. He's been a great teammate. He's been a great partner in dealing with this border. Joe Biden is on top of the border situation. Now, every other mayor up and down the border says, I haven't heard from Joe Biden. I have no idea that there is a Joe Biden. Is Joe Biden even alive? What's going on? We don't hear from him. We have no resources from the Ferraris. We have nothing. So what, you know, who, who is this figurehead in D.C. named Joe Biden? We have no idea who this guy is. But Lesser Leaser, the Democrat from El Paso, says, no, no, he's a great partner. We're doing great work together. Do you know what's wrong with the border, according to the mayor of El Paso? The Republicans. You see, the Republicans, this is the new thing, right? Because didn't Joe and KJP do it last week, say the Republicans caused the border issue? The Republicans, they're the ones who are importing all these people. The Republicans are bringing them all here. And so he said the same thing, the mayor of El Paso. It's the Republicans' fault. The system is broken. The Republicans broke the system. The system doesn't work. Actually, you know what makes a legal system work? Does anybody? Anybody? Anybody know what makes a legal system work? Enforcement of the system. The only way laws work is if you enforce the freaking laws. If you choose not to enforce the laws, what do you get? Oh, you know, you get chaos. You get a thing called anarchy. What do we have at the border? We have chaos. We have anarchy because Joe Biden's not enforcing the laws. Donald Trump did. 
So to the El Paso mayor, you're full of crap. <laughs> you're so full of crap. Joe Biden is not enforcing the border law because he is importing voters. He's paying them between $2,200 and $3,000 a month each to live in America. He's giving them a phone. He's giving them health care. He's giving them education to their children. It's a free ride. Do you get amen? When was the last time the government sent you $3,000? When was the last time they gave you a cell phone? Okay, well, there you go. But if you come here illegally, and in other words, if you break our laws, then that's what you're going to get. In fact, the uh, rail car system that has been transporting these illegals into our country was shut down for a day because all the cameras were showing it. And so Joe had to close that down for a day. But guess what he did? He reopened it. So now the trains are flowing into the United States full of illegal aliens. That's right. I said illegal aliens. So am I going to get canceled? Am I in trouble for saying illegal aliens? The train loads are flowing in here once again of illegal aliens hanging on the sides of these trains just flowing into the country. And the same thing is true with the aeroplanes. Here's a little story I bet you didn't know. A little something for you to share with your friends in your circle of influence. Joe has an app set up. So wherever you are on planet Earth, you can go on the app. You can fill out, you know, the, the form on the app. And then guess what he does? You go and get on a free airplane ride and ride into the United States. And so far in the past month, he has flown 200,000 illegal aliens in here on aeroplanes. So when you see the TV showing the guys walking across the river, when you see the guys hanging on to the, to the rail cars and riding trains into the country, just keep in mind that there are aeroplanes flying into the country too, and so far more than 200,000 have been flown into the country. And all they got to do is go onto an app and book the flight, and you get to pay for it. I get to pay for it. We get to pay to fly these folks into the United States so that they are Democrat voters. That's what they are. They're working against us, and, and Joe is taking our taxpayer money. And you know, This is the biggest Democrat uh, National Committee contribution that anybody has ever made. It's a contribution to the Democrat Party because he's using your money to bring in Democrat voters on rail car by airplane, and certainly coming across the border. Well, Greg Abbott has ordered additional buses to send more of these illegal aliens into what he calls sanctuary cities across the country, saying, until President Biden upholds his constitutional duty to secure America's southern border, Texas will continue to deploy as many buses as needed to relieve the strain caused by the surge of illegal crossings. We will continue to send them to Washington, D.C., New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Denver, and Los Angeles. The state of Texas has access to as many buses as we need in order to uh, get this done. Well, okay, look, stop doing that, Governor Abbott. Instead, do not let them in the country in the first place. Stop them at the border. Do whatever it takes, Governor Abbott, to stop these people at the border. Because all this is at this point is you're, you're distributing uh, Democrat voters to these major cities. That's all you're doing. 
because they will get amnesty, they will get an ID card, they will get driver's licenses with that ID card, they will get benefits on the back of U.S. taxpayers, and they will vote Democrat. So let's just stop that now and not have that go on anymore. A federal court struck down the Biden administration's last-minute restrictions on an upcoming offshore oil and gas lease sale. Judge James Cain said, no, release those leases, let's sell those leases. Biden had removed about 6 million acres and imposed various restrictions on oil and gas vessels. And the judge said, nope, drill, baby, drill. So we'll see what happens. Okay. So, man, do I have so many other things to talk about here, but I think I'm going to go into this one. Cut number one, Jimmy, this is Joe Biden at the Congressional Black Caucus dinner on Saturday night. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. <laughs> By the way, uh-huh. that boy's got, he got man's got uh, biceps bigger than my thighs. All right, I Jimmy, roll a song right now. LLJ Cool J. Uh, go. Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> LLJ Cool. Cool J J. Wow. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, that's enough, Jimmy. Man, what a week. Let's see. He walked into flagpoles last week. He addressed people with the wrong names. At the UN stage, alongside Brazil's president, he made him mad because he didn't listen to a word the Brazilian president said. He fumbled with his earpiece the entire time, dropped it on the ground, bent over while the Brazilian president said to him, are you hearing me? Can you hear me, President Biden? This is a historical moment for Brazil and the U.S. Why aren't you listening to me? And then he reached out his hand to shake the hand of Joe Biden, and Joe Biden saluted the media and stumbled off the stage. And then the next day, he was addressing the congressional black or he was addressing the congressional Hispanic caucus, and he called them the congressional black caucus at the Hispanic caucus dinner. And then he repeated the same story twice about why he decided to get into the presidential race. And Karine Jean Pierre said, "Look, it's very stressful at that time. Remember, he lost his son, so it was very stressful for him to remember because his son was dead." Yeah, okay. Kelly O'Donnell asked on Friday, is it any concern that he would uh, retell a story in the same space, the same event, using the same words? Well, you know, I re-speak from here all the time, said KJP. Yeah, and you suck too. It's true. And then you just heard the one where he referred to LL Cool J as boy and LLJ Cool. LLJ Cool. Boy. Wow. And then on Friday, when he appointed Kamala to be the gun czar for America to take your guns away, he said that he had been to every mass shooting in the history of the country. That's what he said. He said, I've been to every mass shooting in the history of the country. Well, if she's the gun czar, then I don't have to worry about losing my guns because she doesn't go to the border and she's the border czar. Exactly. I'm not sweating gun control now, are you? Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. 
At Fisher Investments, our clients know we us. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, it's about the only time I like to be played. <laughs> play me on your big speaker, your smart speaker. Just say, Alexa, play Trey Ware on the Everywhere Group. That's all you need. 538 now, KTSA. All right. Joe Biden announces executive office to take your guns away. Leftist group Progress Now is spending $70 million to make Biden hip. James Clyburn has got a reason why. The Republicans are going to impeach Joe Biden. has nothing to do with all the laws that he's broken. And religion in America. Religion in America is uh, changing a lot right under our noses. So we'll talk about that and so much more. But first... We start Monday with Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Trey. Um, I've come to the conclusion that Abbott is not serious about stopping the massive illegal invasion and appears to be complicit with um, Biden's open border policy. Now, how did you come um, to that conclusion, Monica? Because I'm starting to come around to that, that way of thinking. <laughs> but how did, how did you come to that conclusion? Well, if it's not his um, Border Patrol welcoming the illegal aliens, um, it's the National Guardsmen providing a ladder for the illegals to cross over. You know, I see no real effort by the state of Texas to stop this massive invasion that is destroying our country. And, uh, you know, Abbott's tweet from last week appears to be nothing but theatrics. You know, remember, this is Abbott's final term, you know, as governor. So I don't see, I don't expect anything great to come from Abbott. Um yeah. Well, there were a couple of things playing at the same time. I First of all, thank you for your call. I, I, You know, you seal up the border and you don't let anybody in in the first place, right? That's the first thing you do. Um, secondly, he was silent during the Ken Paxton thing, and I thought that, I thought that was weird. Ken Paxton explained why and how, the you know, the inside football of what happened to him with the whole impeachment thing. And I'm going to get to that here in just a little while. It's very interesting when you start to break that down and, and realize what happened to Ken Paxton and how he was actually being railroaded and why it happened. So uh, I'll, I'll get into that coming up. But first, Joe Biden announced the executive office to intensify gun control. That's right. On Friday, he announced the executive office of gun violence prevention, and Kamala Harris will oversee that office. It will centralize, accelerate, and intensify the administration's gun control push. And he will be, or the office will be, clearly coordinating with the White House Community Justice Action Fund and Every Town for Gun Safety. Every Town for Gun Safety is the organization that was set up by Michael Bloomberg to get rid of their their sole intention is to get rid of the Second Amendment and take your gun away from you. They are not even uh, beating around the bush. Uh, they are very clear and open about their intent to remove guns from the hands of American citizens. Do you think that's ever going to happen? 210-599-5555. Then he said on Friday, I want to I want to ban assault weapons, no more assault weapons. High capacities, no more high capacity magazines. And I want universal background checks for everybody. We will centralize, accelerate and intensify our gun control. Hmm, cool. Uh, let's see here. Oh, by the way, he did get the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act done in 2022 with help from Texas' own John Cornyn. Got to primary him next time up. Y'all got to kick John Cornyn out of office, by the way, because, yeah, he worked with the leftists. And he won't answer a simple question I have for him. What part of shall not be infringed do you not understand, Senator? What part? Anyway. 
Joe Biden's ATF, by the way, put uh, in place rules defining complete firearm frames as firearms when they're not really a firearm and requiring registration of AR pistols with stabilizer braces. And on Friday, Joe said, and let me just translate, if you need 80 shots in a magazine, you shouldn't own a gun, he said. Hey, Joe, I will say what I always do anytime you want me to give up my guns. You first, dude. <laughs> you got all them dudes walking around you with sunglasses. They're talking to their wrists, and they have some badass guns on them. You should see the guns these guys wear on their bodies. I mean, you talk about wiping out a school. If one of those guys went rogue, he could take everybody out within you – know, he could take a whole stadium of football, football stadium out. That's how much firepower the guys around him have. And, oh, by the way, not just around him, but around his crackhead son. You spend, the taxpayers of America spend $30,000 a month, $30,000 a month, so guys with guns can follow the crackhead son around. So, Joe, you go first. Why don't you tell them boys to follow your son around to get lost? Fire them all. In fact, why don't you just fire the entire Secret Service, Joe? You go first. Hey, if you want me to live without protection of my family, I think it's only fair that you live without protection of your family. You go first. You get rid of the protection there at the White House. You get rid of the protection of your wife. You get rid of the protection of your crackhead kid. You get rid of the protection that your entire family enjoys and has enjoyed for 50 years. But until you're willing to do that, shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear anything else from you about gun control. Until you're willing to live like the rest of us, Joe, just shut up. Leftist group Progress Now is spending $70 million to try to make Biden cooler online. What they say is he's not very cool. So what they're doing is they're putting together some really cool memes about how awesome the immigration situation is and how he has it under control, how awesome the economy is, and how everybody's doing great under Joe Biden Bidenomics. And they're putting these memes together and videos that can be downloaded and shared by anybody on the Internet. That's a monumental task. And the guy who is largely responsible for Joe Biden being president in the first place, Congressman James Clyburn from South Carolina, it's a long story, but when Joe's, you know, he was just about done on the campaign trail when he was going for the primary, in the primaries in 2020, and James Clyburn saved his stuff down in uh, South Carolina by having the South Carolina delegation vote for Joe Biden, and that's, that's really, that's when things turned around and took off for him. James Clyburn said yesterday on Meet the Press, the reason that Joe is being impeached is because he was a father to his son. Of course he was going to call his boy. He was concerned about his son and everything was going on. So, yes, I mean, come on now. His son was just dealing with some horrible stuff while he was there making deals and selling influence and accepting bribes. But that, you know, Joe was just there taking care of his boy while he was setting up the bribes, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
they will man i'll tell you i've never seen a bunch of i've never seen a group that lies this much and this is politics so i've seen both parties lie right i've seen people from both parties just look you in the eye and tell you lie all day long but this this group that's around this guy that is encircling this guy i've never seen anything like this before in my life where they will lie to the death to protect him and i don't get it especially with somebody like clyburn because joe biden's a racist he called ll cool j boy and nobody called him out clyburn didn't say man you don't call a black man boy what's wrong with you no no he didn't say that he, he has yet no one in the black community has yet to call him out and he does this all the time remember when he called the i think it was the uh what did the 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 maryland governor he called him boy too hey boy he was there at a meeting said hey boy he's a black man this is a white racist that's in the white house and they People like James Clyburn will not call him out for that. And Dr. Jill calling us tacos? Yes. If you did that, if you as a white guy were to walk up to a guy in an office, a black guy in an office, and call him, hey, boy, he would knock fire out of you. (laughs) You don't do that. But suddenly it's okay if Joe does it? Really? All right, back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Discover the difference that Jesus Christ can make... And religion in America. What kind of shape is it in? We're going to talk about that coming up. But first, let me go to the phones at 210-599-5555. Good morning to you, Mike. Thanks for the call. Yeah, how you doing, brother? Hey, hey, listen, man. Um, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to. Uh, let me ask you a simple question. Sure. Have you ever been to Eagle? Have you ever been to Eagle Pass, Texas, before? Yes, sir. Sure have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been down there before too. You know, I've been to just about every border city in Texas. You know, since. You know, I'm a truck driver. We pick up loads and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would be, I would be, I would be scared to go to Eagle Pass, Texas, right now. I really feel bad for the people that live there. These people are being overrun. They got, they said they got people all over the streets. They got now they got people that's coming to people's homes, knocking on doors, trying to get money from people. And people, they, they're saying that the, the, I think you interviewed the guy last week, the uh, mayor of uh, Eagle Pass. I seen him on TV this week. He said that these people have bad attitudes. Mm-hmm. They're not obeying the they're not obeying the orders of the border patrol people. That's right. This is gonna be this is gonna be a real bad scene. Something real bad is gonna happen in Eagle Pass, Texas, because Joe Border uh, Joe Biden won't close the border. But let, let, let me say this right quick uh, before I hang on. It's time, you know, Greg Abbott. He's already been playing hardball with these Democrats around the U.S. by transporting these people. But he's gonna have to start playing even harder ball with Joe uh, with Joe Biden. It's time for him to start loading up buses and sending them directly to the White House and, and parking that bus right there in front of the White House and unloading as many buses as he can. So Joe Biden, when he when he flies into work, when he gets off that uh, helicopter that he flies on, he sees all them immigrants sleeping right there in front of that gate, that fence in front of that White House. So just as Joe Biden don't want to come down to Texas, let's bring the immigrants uh, to Washington, D.C., so Joe Biden can get an up-close and personal look with his new friends he just invited to the country. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. They ought to, he ought to be sending them to Rehoboth Beach and also Wilmington, Delaware, to Joe Biden's houses, right? He's got a house in Wilmington. He's got a house in Rehoboth Beach. That's where he should be sending them, our governor. But I prefer at this point that he he just seal it up and not let them in at all because all he's doing is sending them Democrat voters. That's what this is. 
So stop it. Just stop the inflow. And if they want to sue the state of Texas, let them sue the state of Texas for completely, completely shutting down the border. And I mean do whatever it takes. The percentage of Democrats who identify as religious has dropped more than 20 points from 1999. Recent Gallup survey has found. Gallup first polled the topic in 1999. 60% of Democrats identified as religious, 62% of Republicans. The Republican number has not changed, but the Democrats, they're down to 37%. 37%, almost half. Almost half of Democrats now say, I don't, I don't believe anything anymore. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Jesus. And I'm not religious at all. Overall, 47% of Americans identify as religious or a believer in God or Jesus. Meanwhile, an anti-religion group is threatening to warn Auburn University after 200 kids were baptized on campus last week. What a great story. I told you about it at the time when it was going on. This was not an official event. This was not sanctioned by the school. It had nothing to do with the school other than it was an event that was happening there. And one kid, one kid at Auburn said, I want to get baptized. They didn't have anything to baptize him in. So they all went over to a lake, which has nothing to do with the with the school either. But they all went over to a lake, and they gathered around the lake, and more and more people were coming, and more and more people, and more and more people. And the head football coach showed up, and I believe it was the basketball coach and the uh, – uh, baseball coach too, but they were not compelled. They were not ordered. They were nothing. It was not a sanctioned event. They went because guess what? They love kids and they love Jesus, and they were there to baptize and uh, watch these people. And it just it, it turned into an overflow of young people getting baptized in a lake near Auburn University, much like Asbury College was last year, if you remember. Texas A and M went through this a couple of weeks ago. Well, now the Freedom From Religious Foundation, whom I've had on the show several times, and they are nut jobs, but they are effective nut jobs when they argue their cases before the Supreme Court. But they're nut jobs. You can't do that. You can't have that here in America. That is a violation of free speech. You can't have that here. What are you talking about? They have no idea what they're talking about, but they get away with it because they got liberal politicians. And up until Donald Trump was in office, they had liberal folks who were on the Supreme Court who sided with them. But no, no, when revival breaks out like that, even if it's a mini revival, even if it's a temporary revival, you baptize those kids and don't you worry about what the freedom from religious foundation. I'd rather follow God than man. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. If you're looking for a new dentist, it's Monday, 210-599-5555, Well, we got a big hour planned this hour, and of course, Ware and Rima coming up at 7 o'clock this morning as Donald Trump, according to the latest Washington Post-ABC poll, uh, has a double-digit lead over Joe Biden in the general election. The people who don't believe the Washington Post and ABC News poll the Washington Post and ABC. <laughs> Taylor and Travis are a thing. They came out yesterday at the football game. So I'm going to tell you more about that coming up. And what actually happened to Ken Paxton with the impeachment? I, I He pulled the veil back over the weekend. So I'm going to tell you what he said as he explained how and why. His impeachment happened in the House in Austin. And, by the way, he's right on why. But first, let's open up with a call at 210-599-5555 and say happy Monday to Brad. Good morning, Brad. 
Happy Monday, Trey. Your beloved old pappy used to tell us every once in a while something would come along that would knock your hat in the creek. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, he used to say that. That's right. <laughs> in the Army, I've had many times when people would speak of what we called a whiskey tango foxtrot moment. I won't translate that. <laughs> but uh-huh. I've opened up the Wall Street Journal today, and this weasel, icky, crook, sleazy, I said that already, New Jersey senator is actually possibly going to be able to retain his pension after being nabbed red-handed uh, oh. in, you know, a bribery kickback yeah. team, you know. Uh-huh. You know, in New Jersey, New Jersey politicians probably are the envy of Illinois, Chicago, and Louisiana politicians uh-huh. because those guys are pikers in the B-team minor league sure. compared to this guy in Jersey. Uh-huh. But I was so incensed and livid to think that this weasel – uh, the way things are currently written, he will be able to retain his pension from the U.S. Senate. Oh, and by yeah. the way, that's a pretty good coin. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the deal is, too, Brad, and I just take it one step further. Today he's going to announce his reelection, and guess what? He'll win. The people in New Jersey, yeah. they'll reelect him. Watch. Yeah, that's that's what we call chutzpah, brother. Wait sure. You have a good Monday. You too, man. Thank you for the call, Brad. Always great to hear from you. Thank you for your service. So Ken Paxton just went through uh, an impeachment in the House and attempted removal in the Senate here in Texas, right? And now that it's all over with, he feels like he can speak, and I'm glad he's talking about it. I said at the time, it looked to me like he was being railroaded. I watched a lot of that trial in the Senate, and as I watched it, I, you know, it looked to me like he was being railroaded. And I also said, if I'm ever in trouble, I want Tony Busby as my guy. Wow, that guy was amazing. So in a Breitbart exclusive... Ken Paxton spoke. He also spoke, by the way, to Tucker on Tucker's uh, Twitter account. He said, hey, look, I was there for 10 years in the House. He was. He said, I know how it works. Unfortunately, it's gotten much, much worse, more than a decade that I've been out of there. He said, the Speaker controls the money that goes to the members. That's right. That's why Nancy Pelosi, on a federal level, continued to be the Speaker for so many years is because she controlled where the money went. Anyway. Paxton said, for that vote, it's been smartly controlled by the Democrats for over a decade. How? How do the Democrats control who the Speaker is in a Republican-controlled legislature? Well, it takes 76 votes. And what the Democrats do to block a vote, there's 65 Democrats. So they get together and in lockstep, as they always do, they decide who is going to be the Republican Speaker. Who, who the Republican is is going to do the most for the Democrats. He's right, particularly with this one, Dade Phelan. Now, in the past, they've just milk toast guys. You know, if you look at the speakers of the House over the past couple of decades, they've just been, yeah, you know, nothing. No, nobody with guts and nuts and chutzpah. Nobody. So what happens is the Republican, you know, with the, with the GOP allies who stick with him, using the really – plush, nice, good committee assignments as an incentive. So somebody like a feeling goes and says, you want that committee assignment, you want this money that I control, then you will vote for me to be Speaker of the House. And behind closed doors, they made a deal to get rid of Paxton. That's what he thinks. One of the things I believe got offered to the House uh, Democrats was Biden is sick of the lawsuits, 48 lawsuits against Biden. They agreed after I won my election this time that the only way to get rid of me was to impeach me. So 
they said to Phelan, you want to be the speaker, this is what you're going to do. One of the investigating members, there was only five investigating members, said he didn't even know that there was an investigation. He had no idea. He said, you're the best attorney general in the country. And I, I was forced to vote to impeach without even knowing what the charges were and didn't know about the investigation until that day, till the very day they held the vote. I didn't even know there was an investigation or an impeachment hearing until the day of the vote. There were no witnesses called. None. There was no trial that was put on in the House of Representatives to impeach him. None. He just basically got a call and said, hey, your career is going to be over. The financial resources that are supplied to you are going to be over. The committee ships are going to be over if you don't vote to impeach Paxton. And then, of course, when the Speaker votes for something, it's pretty unusual because the Speaker doesn't really vote for anything. There's thousands of bills, thousands of votes that come up. And it's very rare that the Speaker would vote for anything unless he wants to send a message to everybody else. You want the money? You want to be on the committee? You will vote in lockstep with me. And that's what happened. They got a couple of days' notice. They didn't hear any evidence. No testimony. No witnesses that were sworn in. Nothing. None of the law was followed. It was just a political strong arm. If you want the committee, those posh committee, those important committee positions, if you want that, if you want the cash that flows through my office, then you will vote to impeach Paxton. And that was a deal, says Paxton, that was cut with the Democrats. Folks, I believe it. Uh, I, I know the inner workings of politics, and I know how it goes, and I do believe that entire story. That the Democrats uh, hold sway over a lot of the Republicans because they have the power to decide who the Speaker is going to be or not be. And the Speaker plays along, says, okay, I'm going to do this, that, or the other. And the Speaker is extremely powerful because the Speaker has the cash and has the committee assignments. And so the Speaker is able to muster his forces to do basically anything he wants. And then when he votes for a particular thing or against a particular thing either way, then everybody else realizes that's the way they better vote because, yeah, if I want the cash to continue and I want to still be on this committee, then I've got to do, I've got to kiss the, the speaker's fanny. That's how it works in D.C., and that's how it works in Austin, and I believe that's how the Paxton impeachment began. But the Biden folks said we want him out because he's coming after us, and that needs to, we, we need to get him out, and he was reelected soundly. I believe that it was a railroad job, and I believe it played out just like he described over the weekend. 210-599-5555. Well, some weird moments in Canada where Zelensky and um, the, the Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau were giving a standing ovation to, a, to an actual Nazi, somebody who fought for Adolf Hitler, and now Zelensky has appointed this weirdo occultist, this Satanist, to be an ambassador for Ukraine. And your money gets to pay for it all. In fact, Jimmy, I think you got some sound from 60 Minutes last night that I sent you as well about what they're spending their money on, our money on in Ukraine. So more of that's coming up for you. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute. We'll, we'll do it after the break. Let me do the break first. Thank you. Let me tell you about Hess Fitness Products. At Hess Fitness Products, it's about exercising the cool comfort of your own home with equipment that you bought from experts. We're talking about the, the highest quality uh, fitness gear. Too many times when you buy from a big box store, that stuff falls apart. 
and it does. It falls apart. Well, that won't happen with the equipment from Hess Fitness Products. It's the top-of-the-line stuff, but they always offer you the best price guarantee as well. You will pay less money for the same equipment at Hess Fitness Products than you will anywhere else. Hess is absolutely the best in fitness equipment. And year-round, they are there just like they've been for over 41 years offering outstanding fitness equipment, whether it's weight machines, ellipticals, treadmills, rowing machines, whatever and outstanding advice. You can go in and visit with the men and women at Hess Fitness Products, and they're not there to sell you anything. They're there to consult with you. What are your goals? What are your limitations? What are your capabilities? How often can you work out? Those kind of questions. And then they match you with the right piece of equipment so you achieve those goals of better living. Look better, feel better, and do more with great top-of-the-line fitness equipment from Hest, H-E-S-T, Hest, at 281 in Thousand Oaks. Thunderstorms around a little bit later on today. Some rain in the area right now at 93 for your high. It's 78 at KTSA. Good. It's always the way I work this show, and I've been doing this now coming up on, uh, well, 40, it'll be 49 years before I know it. But anyway, uh, I always take your calls. You can comment on this news as well at 210-599-5555. I love hearing your comments. I love reading your comments on the text, too, at 210-599-5555. John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Monday, sir. Well, happy Monday uh, back at the battlefield here. That Paxton story you just uh, related, I'd been listening to it, but at a distance. But what you just uh, disclosed was a great big story. The fact that the press didn't uh, pick that up a long time ago and find that out, they, they know that at their level. Sure. Um, and that's election interference. That's coming from the communists, and, and, and uh, it shows that the press is a lapdog and not a... Um, a watchdog over the government and journalism is just oh my it's in horrible shape. well john let me tell you about something here that you'll find interesting and thanks for your call there's a new poll that came out yesterday from the washington post and abc now they are very both of them are very far left organizations the washington post is owned by the guy who owns amazon jeff bezos okay and he bought it specifically um I won't say to turn it into a left-wing propaganda machine because it already was, but to give them the resources to do more of that. Um, it's like Albert Einstein said a long time ago, you know, when the big uh, media is controlled by all the rich guys, they will control all the thought and opinions in America, and uh, average everyday Americans won't have their own opinions. That's why they work so hard to get rid of people like me. I mean, every day, you know, we fight the battle uh, of people trying to get rid of me and people like me who are on the air because we're saying what, what they don't want said. <laughs> you know, we're, we're saying the quiet stuff out loud, and they don't like that. They want to control the entire narrative and everything that you hear and everything that you see and everything that you read. So Washington Post, ABC is the same way. They're a far leftist Disney-run and owned corporation who is all about carrying the water for the left and the Democrat Party. It's pretty amazing because campaign, you talk about campaign finance violations. <laughs> they are advertising mouthpieces for the DNC and for Joe Biden and for Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and all these other people. When it comes to the Washington Post, New York Times, ABC, CNN, CBS, they all work for the Democrat Party. And whatever the Democrats want said or whatever they want done as far as a news story is concerned, that's what they do. 
They're good little boys and girls, good little foot soldiers, and they carry it out. So when this poll came out from Washington Post ABC that shows Donald Trump with a 10-point lead, a 10-point lead over Joe Biden in a general election, mano y mano, heads up, both of those organizations (laughs) had to disavow their own poll. (laughs) Martha Raddatz. Oh, I'll never forget the night that Donald Trump was elected and her crying on on ABC, crying that Hillary lost to Donald Trump, crying. I'll never forget that. Well, yesterday she said, I I don't know how to spin this. You know, kind of like, we'll sure try, but I don't know how to spin this. It's, It's as bad as it gets. And she was trying to spin it to be a positive for Biden somehow. And, and and the Washington Post said this, quote, while the sizable margin of Trump's lead in this survey is significantly at odds with other public polls that show the general election contest a virtual dead heat. The difference between this poll and others, as well as the unusual makeup of Trump and Biden uh, coalitions in this survey, suggests it is probably an outlier. So the Washington Post and ABC did their damnedest to, to disavow their own polling. Now, you know, they never do that when it shows that Biden's ahead. They never disavow it. But Trump gets a 10-point. Oh, no, don't believe us. We're, don't believe us. We got it all wrong this time. Oh, okay. All right. We won't. We never do. But anyway, what it shows is that 60% of Democrats, 60% of Democrats, want somebody other than Biden. They don't like his age, and I got to tell you, it has nothing to do with his age. It has to do with his mental acumen. He has none left. His acuity is completely gone, right? All right. Jimmy, line one, or or, or, uh, let's play cut one. Here he was speaking to the Congressional Black Caucus on Saturday night. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America LLJ Cool J. Uh, <laughs> by the way, yes, that boy's got, oh. that man's got biceps bigger than yeah. my thighs. Oh, my God. Yeah, so here's the deal. First of all, an old white dude should never try to be hip by talking about black right, rap artists. Right. I'm sorry. You know nothing about it. Okay, Joe? You know nothing. So when you say oh. LLJ Cool J. Uh, everybody knows you don't it's up on the screen and then he went into and I, I don't have this sound for you but he went into trying to the whole black sound like hillary did at the black church when she was running mm-hmm. i don't know ways never mind you remember all that <laughs> yeah. joe started to do some of that too he, he's a racist he he's a white racist always has been he would feel fine in the old democrat south of of the civil war era because that's who he was what were you going to say when LL Cool J was big, yeah. Biden was a lot younger. You would think it would carry over. Yeah, right. No. But no. No, he has no idea who LL Cool J, J Cool is. <laughs> J Cool. J Cool. <laughs> the other thing that they, they uh, in this poll shows is that uh, his handling of the economy and the border crisis, he's also wildly unpopular. Well, just imagine. Just imagine. That he would be unpopular with the economy and the border crisis as well. What's what's not to love about both of those things, huh? Hey, Kent, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Monday, Kent. Morning, Trey. Hey, I I think this uh, Washington Post poll it it might be a uh, a psychop where uh, 
you know, the Democrats, they're trying to get rid of Biden. Uh-huh. And this might be this might be a way to uh, try to force him out. Well, I'll tell you this, Ken. I do believe there are certain Democrats who want to get rid of him. I do believe the poll's real. I believe people have had enough of it. And I don't believe they're making this up to try to get rid of Biden. I think it's going to give those who want to get, ri- get rid of Biden uh, ammo to do so. But I don't know that they're going to be able to do this. Uh, you know, people have been whispering to me for two years they're going to try to helicopter or would love to helicopter uh, Michelle in sometime in November. But, man, it sure is, ch- it is real hard to change a horse in midstream, particularly since the horse refuses to be changed. He's not going to go anywhere. Um, what does he have after this? Nothing. So unless he decides, you know, my health is really bad and I can't do this, or something else worse happens, he's he's they're, they're stuck with these two. They are. So let them ride it right into oblivion because that's where they're headed with this ticket. And I love it. They, des- they deserve each other. This ticket deserves the Democrat Party as much as the Democrat Party deserves this ticket. Quartermoon Plumbing Heat and AC, Quartermoon Plumbing Heat and AC for you and your family's comfort and safety. They're one phone call away, or you can go online to the website, quartermoonplumbing.com, quartermoonplumbing.com. If you've got a plumbing issue or an AC issue, all right, they're ready to take care of that. Won't be long. You'll want to have your heating system checked out. They can take care of that, too. If it has to do with your comfort systems around your home, Quarter Moon, they've been around for decades. they got the smartest guys. they got the, the trucks that are fully stocked and ready to roll to you, and they're ready to take care of whatever your issue is. So if you've got a drip, drip, drip faucet, you've got a commode that won't flush, or you got an AC that's not keeping you as cool as it should, then get in touch with Quarter Moon. Let them uh, take charge of this situation and fix it for you. They're always there, always on duty 24-7, even nights, weekends, and holidays to do what is necessary to keep you comfortable and keep you safe in your own home at Quarter Moon. Just log on to the website, tell them I sent you, Trey Ware at QuarterMoonPlumbing.com. Imagine getting an impressive cash offer on you. All right, 638 now, Trey Ware, KTSA. Uh, this part's going to work. I can tell you that much. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. My Dallas Cowboys were back yesterday, and I say that as a 60-year fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Finally, they were back yesterday. I, didn't, I had no idea who that was the first two games of the season. I don't know. I don't know who that was. But that was not the Dallas Cowboys. Not the Dallas Cowboys I've come to know and love since 1994. But they were back yesterday. So good. I, I felt a little bit abandoned by them, actually. So it was good to have them back yesterday. Way to go, Cowboys. Good Lord. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, they're all top of the news. Everybody loved seeing them yesterday. Saw Taylor at the game in the suite with Tra- uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, mom. Let's blanking go, she screamed. I just got to say this to the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson. Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson. Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson. Distractions don't work well when you play at that level. You can't have any distractions. And right now, Taylor is a distraction. She is. I'm telling you, she's a distraction for that entire team. And if anything's going to bite that team in the rear this year, besides a dolphin out of Miami, because <laughs> a dolphin out of Miami just might. It'll be themselves and the distraction that Taylor Swift is going to cause them. Watch. Watch and see. All right. Enough on that. Let's get back to the what really matters. Zelensky. 
All right, 60 minutes last night. Your tax dollars are going to this. American taxpayers are financing more than just weapons. What? We discovered the U.S. government's buying seeds and fertilizer for Ukrainian farmers. What? And covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders. What? All 57,000 of them. Huh? That includes the team that trains this rescue dog named Joy what? to comb through the wreckage of Russian strikes looking for survivors. Sound, <coughs> Rover. So you, you know all the money you've been pouring in Ukraine, a couple hundred billion dollars. You are buying all the seed and all the fertilizer for the farmers in Ukraine. You are paying for all 57,000 first responders in Ukraine. So, you know, woman gets a headache. She calls 911 in Ukraine and they, and the guy goes over and says, here's a bare aspirin. Guess what? You pay for all that. You, American taxpayers. Our border is wide open. We have chaos in the streets. Oh, the streets that we have, the rest of them are junk. The infrastructure's junk in America. Crime and drugs have taken over the streets of America. And man, they're living high on a U.S. taxpayer hog over in Ukraine. And Joe said another $24 billion last week another 24 billion and he gave him 325 million in military aid last week oh and by the way one thing you didn't know he included in that military aid last week long-range missiles in fact long enough range to reach moscow no look here's the deal and i'm convinced of this joe biden is trying to start world war three i think it's already begun but he's trying to turn that into a nuclear war in that part of the world. Why else would you care? Why else would we care when our country is falling apart at the seams, when we are $33 plus trillion in debt? Why else is he doing this? Because he wants a nuclear World War III. Why else is he poking the bear, literally, by sending long-range missiles and drones, by the way, that have been blowing up uh, Putin's uh, house in Moscow? Why would he be doing that? Because he's trying to piss off Putin enough where Putin's going to pull the trigger. That's why. The other thing that Zelensky did was kind of interesting over the weekend. Got together with uh, Trudeau up in Canada because he was over here and begged Trudeau for more money and arms. And Trudeau gave it to him, of course, because he's a good little boy. You know, he does what he's told. Since we can use the term boy these days, he's a good little boy, does what he's told. And so he gave him a bunch of money and a bunch of arms. And while they were at this uh, reception thing that was going on, there was an actual Nazi there, an actual real-life Nazi that served under Adolf Hitler. And Trudeau called him out, Zelensky called him out, for being a wonderful warrior, a wonderful human being. And the entire reception area, that entire building where they were speaking, I guess it was the, the Canadian Parliament, I don't know, they all gave the Nazi a standing ovation. Not a neo-Nazi, not one of these guys that they claim are walking through, uh, you know, around the United States. No, no, no. An actual living, breathing holdover from Adolf Hitler. Now, you know, people have for quite some time said that the Nazis are active in Ukraine. And that's one of the things that Putin is trying to stop. I don't know. I have no idea. But 
That's what they say. But we do know this. Zelensky called up Marina Abramovich and asked her to serve as ambassador for his country. Now, who is she? Well, let me just break it down for you real quick. She's a Satanist. She's into self-harm. Like, if you know somebody who's cutting themselves, then you take them to a doctor to get help, right? Well, she cuts herself on purpose and shares the blood around and all those kind of things. In fact, just to give you an idea, her newest, quote, art, she calls this art, and that's how she gets away with self-harm, is bloodletting. It's, it's uh, you know, it's Satanist. That's, that's what it is. It's satanic rituals. It's seances. It's real dark. All that kind of stuff. She believes in all of that and exercises all that freely. In fact, she's got a new art show in London that's going to ask attendees to squeeze two naked models to be able to get in. You can look her up on WikiLeaks and you'll find out. She's the one that Tony Podesta, the brother of Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman, John Podesta, invited his longtime Washington insider brother to a spirit cooking dinner at her home in 2015 prior to Hillary's thing so that they could uh, cook a meal dedicate it to Satan and the dark spirits so that Hillary would win in 2016. He went. They did it. She didn't win. We all know that. All right, 643 now. Trey Ware here at KTSA for Lifestyles Unlimited. Lifestyles Unlimited. Hey, financialfreedomlivestream.com. Setting your financial course for your future. And not only yours, but the future of your family, too. That's what they do at financialfreedomlivestream.com with uh, Lifestyles Unlimited. How much money would you like to make in the future? How much money do you need to make in order to retire? How much money... Do you have to have on hand to retire? Those are all personal questions that I can't answer for you. Only you can answer those questions. But I can direct you to somebody and somebodies who can help you achieve that goal. Whatever whatever those financial resources are that you need in order to retire. Well, our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited have been teaching now for over 35 years. They've been teaching people how to invest in real estate the right way and start making money investing in real estate from day numero uno. And they do that because they've done it themselves, and they continue to do it themselves. When David Fisher teaches you how to identify a property, how to put together the, the, the financing for it, how to fix it up, how to sell it, just know that he's doing it every day, and he's a multi-multi-multi-millionaire doing it every day. And he started with nothing. I mean, less than nothing. But he knows what he's talking about, and so do all the other mentors and teachers at Lifestyles Unlimited. So I'd like for you to find out more about it. Use my name because you get an enormous discount if you use my name when you sign up for the program over there. Investing in real estate. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. Trey Ware here. Hicks Carpet One in San Antonio. That was great. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Well, I got a couple of texts that came in. One says the polls are being designed to allow Biden to be forced out. That might be. It doesn't mean the polls are wrong. It may be that they are actually right and that he's taking that they're taking the opportunity to say, oh, it's time to go, Joe. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how all that plays out. Trey, I read that the Texas GOP voted 58-2, calling in Speaker Phelan to step down. This isn't the House. Does GOP have any uh, say anyway? Yeah, well, he's in the power position, that's for sure. And I do believe the story from Ken Paxton on how that worked out. And let's see here. Trey, I wish we could take the exact same amount of money that we have sent to Ukraine and use it to deport all of the illegals out of the United States. Well, that, t- that would do it. We could get it done with that amount of money. But no, our border's not worth defending, you know. 
According to Joe Biden and the Democrats, the only border worth defending is the Ukrainian border and paying all of their first responders and paying for all of the farmers in Ukraine. You, you have the privilege of sitting in traffic every morning and afternoon so that you can pay to support Ukraine, and I do mean everything. All the 57,000 first responders, you're writing the check. All of the farmers' seed, fertilizer, and the farmers' pay, you are getting to fund all of that in addition to missiles, long-range missiles, that they will be firing at Moscow very soon. Happy Monday, 653. Let's go to Carl Eggers, creatingrichardlives.com, and Carl can tell us, as he does every Monday, about this very fake financial tool called the stock market <laughs> that's based based on nothing but emotion and uh, and and what we can expect for the week in, in in financial matters. Good morning, Carl. Good morning, Trey. Well, that's the that's the long term opportunity, right? I mean, we we <laughs> we do feast on emotions and we take advantage of it. However. What we've seen in the last two years is the emotions going the other way where there's wild speculation due to the stimulus and all of the things we've talked about and all the money coming in for you know, unemployment, extra unemployment, all of that. And I don't know if you saw this last week, but you remember NFTs, non-fungible sure. tokens? Sure. They're all, they're all worthless. Uh, an article came out last week, all worthless. So some of that speculation is coming in. There's still speculation in various parts of the stock market, but you know, IPOs, some of the, you're seeing all these companies go public, they ramp up in the morning, they sell off in the afternoon. So some of that speculation is coming out of the market. Um, but, but look, I, I told you last week, I would be a little cautious in the short term. I'd be a little patient. You're getting paid to be patient now because interest rates are higher. And we had the worst stock market last week, I think since March, uh, the, the worst week. And we saw overnight, China continue to have issues with some of their very large uh, property companies can't make interest payments, can't issue new debt. Those things are still rolling out. Of course, we know about, you know, the, the government shutdown looming. We know about the strike. We know about all these different things going on. And the Fed made a very hawkish comment last week. They said, look, we're not raising rates today, but but they're going to be higher for longer. And that that phrase got the market going down because they're saying we're still fighting inflation we're still going to keep fighting it which sounds like a good thing but they can't get rid of that inflation that they caused not not just them the fiscal and monetary stimulus that was was thrown into 20 and 21 they can't get rid of that in my opinion without causing some pain and the pain means unemployment going up and the stock market potentially being a lot more volatile and so they're saying, look, we're just going to keep sitting here while you guys think we're going to start lowering rates to come to the rescue. We're not going to do that anytime soon. And that's what caused the market to go down last week. So we still have issues. I would still be patient. I wouldn't look, I wouldn't give up on, on stocks. There's plenty of things that are good deals, but I would be much more choosy than I was over the last couple of years. So government shutdown happens this week, which I don't believe it will. Right. I think at the end of the day, right. they always come up in the 11th and hour and 59 minutes, and they have something yep. that will continue it on. I don't see that that's going to change at all. I really believe that they'll find a way to continue it on. But let's just play with this for, for 30 seconds that we have left. Let's just sure. say the government shuts down this week. What does that do to the stock market, if anything? Um, I, I honestly, I don't think that's going to be the biggest driver this week. <clears throat> I know it, it is a, it is a big deal, but like you said, we have gone over a few days before 
we've seen temporary furloughs, I think, you know, seven, ten years ago, whenever it was, and then they bring it back a few days later. So they know how important that is. They will get something done. I think because you and I are saying that, the stock market sees right through that. The bigger issues are the inflation. We start having earnings coming out from companies. You know, some of these macro issues are much bigger than the government shutdown because we know ultimately at some point what that will look like. Okay. Carl Eggers, CreatingRichAlives.com. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate your time again this morning. We're coming up on Warren Ryman. We'll talk more about the border as now the uh, constant flow of illegal immigrants, illegal aliens continues, and it's continuing in any number of ways. What you see on TV are the ones that are coming across the river by foot. But you know they're coming by rail car and aeroplane as well. To the tune of 200,000 came by aeroplane in the last uh, couple of months. So I'm going to tell you more about that. Uh, LL, uh, LLJ Cool. <laughs> LLJ Cool is what President Biden calls the famous rapper as he's trying to be hip and cool and, and appeal to the young crowd in the uh, Democrat Party. He even broke out some black talk, you know. Called him a boy. That boy has got arms as big as my thighs. Is that cool now? Like it's okay to call gay people queers? Is it okay to call black men boy now? Well, Joe got to do it. I don't know that you could get away with it, but Joe got to do it. And, of course, we'll go back to this ABC Washington Post poll that shows Donald Trump is 10 points ahead of Joe Biden in a general election. That's all coming up as well. Where and Ryman next, KTSA. Don't you agree that it's a wonderful thing to save a dog? 